Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. The family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. Special guest co-host in the studio this week, my dear friend and neighbor, Gail Rice. Hi, neighbor. It's good to have you back with us. <laughs> it's it always fun. It seemed appropriate to have her here this week because she, like, won everything last Just a night. couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. Mm-hmm. She won everything at the FTBOA, the Florida <laughs> Thoroughbred Breeders and Owners Association Awards last night at the gala. I can tell you I was sitting there crying between cheering and wanting to be the person to stand up and do the standing ovation because <laughs> she's amazing. And look at that, Needles Award 2021. There it is. For those of you who don't know but should know, Needles was the first Florida bred to win the Kentucky Derby. And the award, the Needles Award, is named after him. Um, came from the Bonnie Heath Farm. Mm-hmm. And it's a great honor to win that. It's a big deal. Um, and It's my second. It's your second. I won it last year, too, for speech. Oh, that's right. You did. Some people yes. just don't ever win it like once yes. in a lifetime, Gail. I, and Look it, at that. Yes. Oh, How well. <laughs> we took all the chrome home. Yes. And there we were trying the bronzes. to hold the award, and yes. it was heavy. It was very heavy. Lie, it was I needed heavy. help getting them off stage. I'm not surprised. Those mm-hmm. were some solid. Uh, look at that. There we are. Look at it. I know. Isn't that fantastic? Oh, it was a great it, night. How did it feel? Oh, I've, I've I was got like, this. I can see how it oh, felt. Oh, it was, yes. It was so exciting. And to get it from Bonnie Heath, whose family owned Needles, bred and raised him. That was and special. Nick and Nick Demerick was there. Yes. And um, there's my horse running on the stick races that he won this year. It was quite a year. And I have goosebumps thinking, just feeling it again. I know, right? Anytime I I talk about this horse, it just affects me. And people say that even on Twitter and and in person, they'll tell me, you know, this horse made a difference in my life. I'm like, really? Yeah. He gave people a chance. So for those that don't know, um, he was actually sold um, at a difficult time in Gail's life when she had to make some decisions and, and, and fairly quickly. And he was not a standout to people at the sale at that time. He was, pedigree was not a really, really Mm-mm. well-known one. And um, he kind of got bypassed a little bit. Um, Physically, yes. good racehorse. Mm-hmm. On paper, mm-hmm. not a pinhooker's dream. No, no. And um, Christy Whitman, 
picked him up, saw mm -hmm. a lot of potential. Well done, Christy Whitman. Yes. Um, Gail gave you several shout-outs last night, and you certainly She did a great him. job. Yeah, she did a great job with him and bought him for $1,000, which is a, a little bit of a dream come true for, gosh, you can't buy a backyard trail horse for $1,000. So No. Um, picking up a derby winner for $1,000 is um, it's pretty good. And Christy did a great job getting him all prepared and ready mm -hmm. um, to go off to start his career, uh, which he did very well and um, proved himself over and over again um, in the, some of the best stakes races in the country. And um, out of just, uh, there's uh, Tom DeSillo and Laura DeSillo from Piranha sitting next to Mayor Pentquin. It was so nice to see them there. I know, they're lovely. There we are. Yes, and there's the three of you. <laughs> uh, that's a lovely photo. And um, just, he just had an amazing career. And then, of course, he um, he won the Derby, which was huge and ran in just an amazing, incredible, amazing race. There's Tammy Bobo Tammy. and Nick Merrick. Tammy Bobo, who's got the Florida bred in, yes, the, Kentucky in the Kentucky Derby, Derby herself Derby. this year. So very fitting. And my son-in-law's riding him. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. It just keeps going around and family, around. Keeping it in the family. Yeah, because that's right. Jose, your son-in-law, yes. married to your daughter, mm -hmm. is riding Simplification. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you really need to be there. So I don't know who Irad be. is riding. The I, list isn't out yet, I don't no, think. No, I don't think everybody. so either, but I did hear somebody mention he was riding. Who's he riding? I can't remember. We'll have to Google that. I don't know. But I think he was possibly one of But it's not Classic Causeway. So what do you think about this derby? Do you have a favorite Ooh. simplification? Well, I have to root you for simplification to, yes, because but. he's family, but I also have family in Zaydan Racing because he told me I'm a member of their family. And it's our boy. It's not his boy, Medina Spirit, our boy. So I really hope that Amr can kick their butts again this year. With Taiba. With Taiba. So it's funny that you mentioned that because... Um, we did some pre-interviews with Steve Haskin today mm -hmm. for the week of the Derby. And I can't tell you everything he said, but you better tune in next week because it's really, really funny. I'm going to listen. He says that he doesn't know how Churchill Downs would feel about giving Amar Zidane the Derby the Blanket of Roses and the Derby Trophy. It would be sort of fitting, wouldn't it? It would be very <clears throat> redeeming. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need the disclaimer, Judy. <laughs> These are only our opinions? Yes, just our opinion. Um, but uh, he did mention that he thought that Churchill Dance might not like to go out and give Mr. Zidane the Derby Trophy this well, year again. <laughs> you know. I said, uh, that's kind of funny. Yes. But congratulations to you because last night was amazing. It was you very deserved special. every bit of that. That is a labor of love. That's a lot of hard work. Thank um, you so much. You pulled out an amazing horse. Mm-hmm. And you gave him an amazing start, and then Christy Whitman went on and, and made him brilliant, and then Bob made him brilliant, and Humberto Gomez, who rode him, made him brilliant. Oh, what and a great job they yes, did with that horse. They did. And they loved that horse like family. Yes, he was. And um, you could feel it when we were in the barn. Yeah, he was special. He Courtesy of Luisa. We yeah. got to the barn <laughs> to pet my horse. Yeah. Let him bite us, you know, yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and bite my microphone. Yeah. Um, it was very sad that we, you know, we lost him. 
uh, towards the end of last year, of course, we were all devastated. Mm -hmm. I will never forget that the guy who is a dear friend of mine who played Ronnie Turcott in the Secretariat movie, Otto, actually was the one who texted me and said, is it true about Medina? And I, my heart just sunk. Mm -hmm. And that was when I called you. And I just was... It was shocking. It was unbelievable. Yes, it really was. I didn't believe it. And it, it's still, to this day, it's like you just want to go see him. It's like a family member. Exactly. And like, old friends. Um, oh, yes. I mustn't forget to pop up this. The Ocala Marion County Connections to the 148th Kentucky Derby presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. We will be covering all of the connections to Ocala and Marion County that made it to the Derby again this year because we don't think they get nearly as much glory as they should. Mm -hmm. And we want to also thank Seminole Feed Stores, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equus Inn, the CEP for helping us be there, and Equus Television for airing our special derby coverage, which will be focused on Florida breads and Florida connections. So we'll have Tammy Bobo and Simplification. We'll have um, Susan Montagna with the cyber knife. Oh, she's borrowing <laughs> one from me. <laughs> Here we go again. This is the trend. Things are coming a trend, yes. Um, and we'll be, uh, we're going to try and catch Tristan Merrick as well, who um, started Simplification before Tammy um, bought him. And we're also going to bring you the really, really cool story of the Ortiz family, which is an amazing, mm -hmm. amazing story. They're great people. And um, so we're going to be bringing you lots of good stuff that's connected to the Ocala Marion County area and give those people all the glory. So that was the horse, Winnie, which means that we're ended this segment. We're going to have Dr. Chaot. And then I'm going to talk Gail into co-hosting with me to talk to a <laughs> polo player because I'm scared of them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got your back, girl. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. Congratulations to Gail Rice. Thank Lots you. Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Standing ovation. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance, fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And I have Dr. Adam Kayot with us. And we're going to chat about a couple of topics. Um, a short one to start with, and that is what you should have in your barn in preparation for colic. Something, unfortunately, that, as Dr. Kayot said, most of us that have horses are going to experience at some point. So what should we have, yes, what should we have and be prepared with um, for a colic? And if you're not sure if it's a colic or not, should you just go ahead and give those things and, and be ready, just in case? And if the horse is uncomfortable, why not, right? Well, I, I would say that you probably shouldn't just give it, you know, if you think that's what it is. Probably should talk to your vet first and, and get the okay to do that. But probably the, the two main things to have, number one being banamine, which is the trade name, flunixin megalamine is yes. the actual drug. Yes. Okay, banamine is a trade name. Uh, that's awesome to have on, on board. It's so good to know what the bottle actually says because it doesn't say vanamine. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that and then xylazine are, you know, is the other, which is a sedative. So those are the two main things that owners could have. Certainly most owners have um, banamine on hand and they keep it on hand. Um, it certainly helps because um, as veterinarians, we can't you know, we can't, we can't just be there automatically. It can't be everywhere. We don't have lights on the top of our trucks. The state of Florida doesn't consider your colic. I'm going to, I'm going to make that change immediately. <laughs> we had one, we had one of our vets got pulled over years ago and the, uh, and that was the excuse get, given for speeding. And the highway patrolman said, well, if the state of Florida thought you, it was an emergency, he'd put uh, lights on top Ooh. of your truck. So they got. We need ticket. to sort that out. Yeah. So anyway, uh, side side point. So, so if you have a banamine, um, you can give that, and certainly um, some sedative. 
uh, that can help. And, and a lot of times that will take care of the problem. They just relax. They're able to pass whatever, you know, whatever might be um, hurting them at that time. And the vet, vet not, might not have to come out. So um, those are the two things, banamine and, and, and some, some xylazine. So or if you're so fairly whatever. confident it's colic, you've talked to the vet mm -hmm. and the vet says, yeah, it yeah, sounds like colic. Do this and, and give it 45 minutes and let me know what the horse is looking like. So it, it can, uh, yeah, it can, it can prevent an emergency call and, mm -hmm. you know, further expense. It's also a good idea to watch for a bowel movement because if you ha see the horse have one, that can be very helpful information. Yeah, that's good, but that's not necessarily, um, the, you know, they have a big long intestine. It might be something in front of that that, you know, just mm -hmm. because they poo doesn't necessarily mean you're out of the woods, but certainly any information that you can gain is good. So for springtime, um, certainly start thinking about the return of the nasty mosquitoes, especially here in Florida. Um, got to start thinking about some of the vaccines that are really important. We're also in the middle of show season at this time of year, so we have concerns about EHV, obviously. Um, something that we do see sometimes at some of the showgrounds as horses migrate. Um, what do you recommend in the spring for the horses to have? Well, here in Florida, I don't necessarily go spring and fall. It's what's whatever they had six months prior so down here <clears throat> i try to do the spring and fall helps me remember it helps, it helps people remember <laughs> but basically we try to vaccinate every six months whether that's summer and winter or whether that's spring and fall or however that falls we try to do it twice a year down here the the number one things um that are bad for your horse are the mosquito-borne encephalitides, so that's eastern encephalitis, western encephalitis, west Nile virus, those all can cause neurologic problems. Eastern encephalitis is basically 100% fatal if they get that, and the vaccine is amazingly um, effective against that. So um, it, it's effective against all those things. So usually at, at the springtime or, or whenever, um, and your six-month interval, they always get the, the encephalidity vaccines, which tends to include tetanus in that. Um, plus, I, I give flu rhino. So influenza is your flu. Rhino is your EHV 1 and 4. So that's herpes virus 1 and 4. Those viruses <clears throat> typically just cause respiratory issues. However, there's a neurologic component to those and and that, those are the ones that that end up getting scary and, and some horses don't make it through that the vaccine doesn't necessarily prevent your horse from from getting it however if your horse does come in contact with it um, they're less likely to have a, a dramatic event a full-blown full case and and typically they get over it um, um, horses horses you know we we as far as EHV, since we're on that topic, it's it's very similar to COVID, okay? So horses can carry it a lot and be non-symptomatic shedders. So they, they, are, they have it in their system, they aren't sick, but they're shedding it. And, and so when you have horses congregated in a small space, in a show barn, in a, in a boarding stable, any of those things, you might have blaze down there that's shedding it to all of his friends and blaze is doing just fine so that's why when you're when you have a horse that's that's uh, in a concentrated space of other horses it's very important to have that on board and i always tell people i said it it's never a problem until it's a problem if, if you want to skip your vaccines 
then, you know, just buyer beware, so to speak, because, you know, you might never, you might get lucky and never have an issue and, and, and you weren't necessarily very, very uh, prompt on, on vaccinating your horse. But that one time that it happens, you're, 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 you're going to be, you know, kicking Which yourself you and yes. kick yourself in the rear end. Um, so and they're not terribly expensive investments. No, it's no, quite worthwhile. no, 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 yes. no. They're a lot less expensive than a new horse or vet or, bills to yes. treat after and, and, and all that stuff. So prevention goes a long way. Lastly, rabies. Um, spoke about that uh, on the show earlier. Rabies is not good in horses. We always have a case in a wild animal in Marion County at least once or twice a year. And it's cheap. It, the rabies vaccine in horses is only once a year. We do not do like we do in dogs and cats where you do three years or, or whatever it is. I don't even know the protocol in, in dogs and cats, but I know it's, it can be longer than the year. It's once a year in horses. And, um, you know, it, so, uh, worth it. so worth it. Yep, it only absolutely. takes one wild animal to run through your field. And bite your horse and then you got problems. Yes. So, and, and you know, it's, it's bad because your horse then can transmit it to you, right? Any, any, any bodily fluid can carry the rabies um, uh, virus and, and it can be transmitted to you. So that's one of those zoonotic diseases that absolutely. we've talked about before. And your thoughts on strangles? Hope that you don't get involved right. with it. <laughs> I mean, there's a vaccine out there, and I don't, you know, I, I'm probably not a, a big proponent of, of doing the strangles vaccine, um, but certainly it's it's available in the site of an outbreak. I suggest that you do it. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're getting horses coming in and out, it's always good to quarantine for 14 days. Put that horse somewhere else just to make sure because, you know, we do have outbreaks every once in a while and uh, they can be uh, it can be a big problem. Yeah, I can't remember having one in quite some time. So there's one right now. Is that mm -hmm. so for show horses, it's more important or horses that are sharing water on the trail, yeah, things any, like that. Any, yeah, uh, you know, Strangles is transmitted by the discharge and nose-to-nose -nose contact and that sort of thing. And, you know, if they have discharge that's on um, on a bucket or whatever and they're sharing that sort of thing. So, you know, any any spot where horses are congregated together, boarding stable, show stable, touching noses across the fence, whatever, that the uh, strangles can be transmitted that way. But not one that you necessarily recommend for everybody all the time not no i you know honestly i don't uh, not all the time um but certainly if if you if you know your horse is going to be in that environment it's it's not a bad idea not a bad idea yeah so vaccines get them twice a year if you're like me and you have short-term memory loss for some reason uh then spring and fall works great for me so louisa barton here with dr adam chaot at peterson and smith equine hospital and complete care Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden Inn, downtown Louisville. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
talk show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest, Alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. I have a superstar here in the uh, studio with me, Gail Rice. She won everything last night at the <laughs> FTVOA. Really proud of her. Lovely I should have, have brought something here to put on you the table. You should have brought all three of them. I didn't even I think about that. So I could covet them. Yes. <laughs> But I might not have been able to take them home again. I know, you're right. And then we have a special guest who's never been on the show before. I'm going to try and pronounce his name. Kuko? Help me. Escapite. Escapite. See, I can't say that. You can. You're good. We only practice for two hours. I know, right, before. (laughs) So Kuko is a polo player. Yes, ma'am. Been a polo player for a long time. Um, Funny laugh before we actually started the show. Um, Gigi thought that maybe his first name might mean boogeyman. <laughs> well, it's kind of, I, I guess it could be. I mean, Kuko? All <laughs> it could be boogeyman. So tell us a little bit about your background, where you grew up, when you first started riding, and then kind of take us down the polo road and tell us how you ended up playing polo. Well, um, I was born in Juarez, Mexico, which is a border town. Um, I ride, I guess, I guess as far as I can remember, maybe four years old, five. And um, I started playing polo late in my life, later. I mean, not like maybe at 20 years old. Late? That's that's very late for, really? for the sport, yes. Okay. Ma'am. So so somebody Didn't just picked me up and said, hey, you, you, you can go, you can do. So, mm-hmm. so right the next year, I came to Palm Beach to try out. And I stay since then. I haven't been back. I mean, I go back to visit, mm-hmm. uh, but but um, but I used to gallop racehorses. I used to gallop for my uncles. I used to gallop uh, quarter horse racehorses. Oh, that's fun. That no, that's not fun. That's very scary when you're a kid, <laughs> you know. Because back home they strap you. It's like it's like no. a, yes, it's they like an overgirt. You? Yeah, you're strapped you're, to the horse. You're tied on so you don't yes, come off. So you don't come off. But I mean, one so leg on both sides is what I was ever told. One leg on both sides, you just go. 
I know, but he's he, he, he left. He's nevertheless. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta remind you, this is this is Mexico, we didn't right? So the dogs on. are loose, and we have to walk like a mile oh, to man. an old river bank, and the dogs come. Yes. And I mean, I, every morning I remember just coming crying to my dad, oh, and he would tell do me, it. "Don't be," a, yeah, you know. And uh, a little kitty cat. Which we're losing. <laughs> which, yes, we're, which we're losing that a little bit because you know now I think we go and baby kids a little bit, but oh, yeah. but I remember just. Ooh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do this, no, you know, anymore. And then yeah. next day, it's like, okay, five in the morning. You get on two before you go to school. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was, that was my writing background. Basically, I could write any anything with horse, you know, with hair, you know. Um, and um, and eventually, I ran into polo, and um, and that's it. That's that's been my life for the last twenty, professionally twenty, seven years. Wow. So. I should retire, but I have too many divorces, so I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it happens. That's it, right? So, so don't do it again. Know, no, no, I, I don't think I could do it. You know, no. like, but, um, but yeah, that's that's where my writing background comes, and I came to El Paso to to you know obviously living in a border city, and then got invited to Palm Beach. I can try out, and then I just stayed. I mean, I go back and visit, but. But it was, it was something I think it was meant for mm-hmm. me to, to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started making money right away, you know, back home. Back home back then, the minimum wage, it was like $1,000 a year, you know, or something like that. Oh, wow. And here, like, my first month, I made, like... They're going to pay you back then, a so, fortune so, so to first, ride polo horses. First month, I made, like, $17,000, you know. Whew. And I remember just being like, yes. Yes. You know. Gold and, mine. And I called my dad, and I'm like, I'm kicking butt, you know. Like, <laughs> Then I broke my shoulder for the first time, oh, right? No. Oh my! And and then, then then you learn the ropes of of of, of dealing with with injuries and seasons and mm-hmm. seasonal jobs and mm-hmm. long term jobs and right. forty six broken bones after I can tell you that. Oh my so, goodness! Yes. Are you serious? Yes, ma'am. Yes. I would show you all my. All my scars, but I but, can see that. But, 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 but that was me worried about my few little ones. <laughs> yes, like, but I'm afraid I'll be too X-rated. But that's bones. that's one, anyways. So um, yes, and wow. but it's a lifestyle. I, I never I never saw this as a as a job. I saw something that I would do anyways, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. So one of my well kids now plays. Yes, but you know, it's like I. It's not I don't a job feel like when I, you love it. I don't feel like I work a day in my life. Mm-mm. I should because sometimes it's difficult, as you know, racing mm-hmm. horses, breeding horses, playing horses. I mean, at a time I, I, I had to care about 130 horses and work. Oh my! To be able to do my whole year and mm-hmm. and the sponsors that come in because mm-hmm. I used to bring people from England, from Africa, like Nigeria, Senegal. Oh my and, goodness! Um, um, so that's a lot. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. Did cost. they bring their horses in? No. No, you no. had to supply them so, with so horses I ca- I here. Came, I came to the villages in 2008 uh, with the management led by the Duchess of York, Sarah uh-huh. Ferguson. And oh, then, my gosh. And then Carlos Gracida, mm-hmm. which is a tango player, good friends mm-hmm. of hers, like, you know, you know, all the gossip, mm-hmm. as he became yeah. sexiest man of the year, like in the 80s, you know, yeah. all the gossip. Anyways, so, so and, and um, Michael Brown and Bob Daniels. Mm-hmm. So Michael Brown is who start International Polo Club in Palm Beach for John Goodman. Oh, Bob Daniels was Pan Express, which he died on the field a couple of years ago. Carlos Gracida died 
in the field six years ago as well. Doing what they love. So, so I ended up being just like, okay, ta-da, you know, just by, you're by yourself. But, but I came here to the villages with that management. Mm-hmm. So we only, we only worked for them for a couple of years. And I was fortunate enough to meet uh, John Weiss, which he was the CFO of the villages for 35 years, I believe. He just retired a couple of years ago. And his lovely wife, Connie, and his, their son started traveling with me to upstate New York, to Saratoga Springs. I run the, the club mm-hmm. there for a few years. And then we go to Tennessee, we go to Texas, South Carolina, and then Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we, we've done it all. But it's a, lot of, it's a lot of horses, it's a lot of stress, it's a lot of work. Yes. Right now we're short on horses, we only have 36. Um, but um, we probably have to double that amount in the next six months or so. Where do you get them? Well, race horses. I know. Uh, That's what I'm asking. I'm like, okay. A lot of them are retired race horses. Mm-hmm. And but it takes me, it takes me kind of two years to have a race horse ready to to really do. Okay. And keep their minds. That's what I wondered. Um, so we're training right now thirteen, six race horses, six horses from from bred to race, mm-hmm. but they they, they never, never got to race. So you can teach those easier, right? It, it saves me about six, seven months, probably, so. mm-hmm. in the average. Yes. Regardless if the horse, you know, you have to still go for, for I go for looks, like mm-hmm. with the ladies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, but then you have to go with performance, too. Right. Which I go for, too. Oh, yes. So, so. yes. yes. Might not no, on, for this on, show. No, on, no, on, on the horses, I would say. Oh, oh on the horses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Performance okay. on the horses. So, so. Did you hear that? I heard it. Yes. You know what that means. So it's like 10 seconds, right? <laughs> That means we have one minute. Okay, one minute. Yes. But so then we'll come back and carry on. Okay. Right from this spot. Okay. So hold that thought. All right. Gail and Kuko will be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. Stay with us. Right back. <laughs> Current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC. It makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com.
The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Go. Oh, we're back. <laughs> by popular demand. By popular demand on the second half of the horse talk show. <laughs> presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. That's the first time in maybe ever. I didn't know we were back on the second half. And you I'm missed like, her finger. Oh! <laughs> there we that are. was funny. So I'm here with like some superstars. I'm here with Gail Rice. Our, I think um, she's a superstar. N- Absolutely. No one knows me. Um, and then I have Kuko here, who I just found out had the most. Tell me again. The most ever goals. Yes, goals in one match. In one match. Ever. Yes. Ever How many in the world? Is that? It's twenty-one in one match. World record. It is registered, How pretty did much. You do that? Yeah. Right here in the villages. In the villages. You know, yeah. 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 So what would be like an average, say, like, of goals? For a player, it'd be like probably six, five. Hmm. Look there. Yeah. What are like typical scores for the whole game? Is it called a? It's a match, right? Like 11, 10, 12, 10. I okay. think I'd say that would it's be about average. That would be an average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you pull that off? Were you just having a really good day? You know what? I party a lot the night before. <laughs> he was very I think, relaxed. I think, <laughs> I think there was not there was not a worry on my on my soul. You know. See. I just wanted to get you through could it. Focus. I'm like, Hell, it. I just hit this yeah. thing, you know, get rid of hot potato. The ball up, <laughs> and then the ball would go. There's Mary Lou Whitney right there, <gasps> a great friend of mine. I love Mary great, Lou. Great, 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 great friend of mine. Uh, That's I won a the fantastic win. picture. I, I won the, the, the Whitney Cup uh, oh, record six goodness. times in upstate New York. There you go, another one. Yes. There's Susan and Lucci. And she's in the back. up there in, in Susan Lucci. Saratoga. Yeah, she to, yeah, Look at her. She Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci used to come <gasps> all the time, and we hang out and drink, and, you know, that is get so a fabulous. little crazy over there. Um, yeah, yeah, great, dear friend of mine. I miss her. I yes. miss her dearly. Um, Records fall. And yes. um, you know, it's just, it's just like a golf game. I mean, you don't play against. Uh, yeah, but it's much more fun than golf. You, yes, ab- absolutely. Golf is- in a lot of horses. Yes. Yeah. So you, so you play that Sunny Hill. My 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 very good friend. Um, this is probably like she passed away like three years ago. This is this is probably six years ago. Mm-hmm. So she and I came with this idea, even though she created the the women's polo league. Mm-hmm. She didn't like it because of all the politics. And I know I'm gonna make a lot of people mad because of it. But she told me like, Cooper, like the ladies are getting crazy." Mm-hmm. So she and I came with the idea of playing battle of the sexes in upstate New York. 
Oh, cool. So we get a group. We, we level them, mm -hmm. even in handicaps, you know, because we mm -hmm. have handicaps in polo. And then we play I ladies against, and I would give her my horses, and I I ride whatever I had left, mm -hmm. you know. And and every time she beat me, oh, and every time she beat me, and and you didn't like that. I loved it. <laughs> I loved That's it. Great. I'm a little bit of a masochist when it comes to yes. that, you know. Because she was great for the sport, and it was a different way to showcase women's pole. Mm -hmm. Bring more Than interest to the sport against women. Right. And then, you know, it, got, it gets complicated. Mm -hmm. It gets complicated. The, the league is growing. I think the fastest growing membership um, on the United States Polo Association is actually women. But not because they hadn't been there. It's just because they were not active as tournament players. I see. So, so uh, but she, she had a vision. And I and I follow with her. I back her up. Mm -hmm. And it was a fantastic time. It was a great time. She'll come stay with me at the house. We drink tons of beer, you know, for days, and then we go and do this. And have a tournament. Yes, and and, and, and at the end, that's what polo is. It's, it's, a lot of people think it's, it's a different thing, but it's, it's just a wonderful sport that if you do it with the right people, mm -hmm. it just becomes a lifestyle. Yes. It becomes something real fun to you, some, some, something that you're looking forward, regardless if you're an amateur or a professional. You know, to me, I've never gone to a polo field being mad. You know, every time mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, we're going to go and play polo. Yes. Every time, you know, so. That's the love so, of your sport. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the bond, the bond with a bunch of horses, like think mm -hmm. like the polo game, I would bring 12 for myself. Oh, wow. And so, you you know, you have to, you have to have that bond with your horses, mm -hmm. with the people that work for you, mm -hmm. uh, with the players you're with. Keep the rhythm, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and, and it's just, a, it's just, a, it's just a different sport to me is the most complete horse sport there is. Mm-hmm. You know, think about running at a, at a at a horse race speed, you know, race horse speed and chasing you know, a little ball around 30 some miles an hour and then chasing <laughs> a little ball that is like this and hitting it from and, horseback and then making sure nobody else hits you on the side. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. those mallets, how heavy are those mallets? Well, the, the mallets are not very, very heavy. They're probably 700 uh, grams. Okay. But how many pounds is that? No, Not it's sure. just 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 have to half a pound it. or so. Oh. <laughs> Saw that. It's like Not no, heavy. it's like a pound, a pound, and but but they would ruin your elbow anyways. Yes. Yeah, right. It is a lot. Like yeah. I just got mine injected two weeks ago. Now I gotta go do a PRP, and it doesn't PRP work. PRP will fix you. It doesn't work well. It's the second time I'm doing it, so I might have mm -hmm. to have a little surgery. But I'm old anyways. No. I'm 50. That's not old. That's so. not old. That's young. Be quiet. Still only halfway so. through his life. So since we're speaking about things of such, I should probably tell you that I have a gift for you in here. Oh, God. Actually, yes. a couple of gifts for I thought it was you. Gonna be actually a, gave I thought it was going to be a beer of some kind. No, but it's oh. better. Oh, so okay. What is this? Uh, that is C4S daily. You, take, you can take one of those daily. I can get you some of those, and it okay. will help your elbow a lot. And then this is for the horse. Oh, good. This Can I take that, This is Summit Joint Performance, oh, no. yes. Give yourself a shot. You'll be yeah. all right. That yeah, you're Summit right. is for people and for dogs and for oh, horses. Great. Amazing stuff. Well, like, then. amazing. Well, and then I also have a Piranha goodie bag for you. Oh, good. Which Piranha's really the like best, holding up. Look, look. It's beautiful. Because it disappears. It disappears. It and that's got all sorts of, like, really nice Piranha goodies oh, in here. Oh, good. Well, thank you. There's some be Shine Baby Shine, so you can make your hair shine. <laughs> The little, bit, um, the little bit I have left. The, 
have plenty Listen, of hair. Listen, I can blame it on the helmets, right? Throw it away. You can. Your helmet yeah. will never smell bad again. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. I don't have it. <laughs> without, without hair, it won't. <laughs> Thank so that's you. a goodie bag. Well, thank you. So you have to have 12 horses for a match? Um, no, but I, I said you have a minimum of eight. So I just used to do, do a little over. Well, how do like ordinary people who like... I mean, is it really, that really many expensive horses? to maintain enough horses to do the sport? Well, you tell me. You feed horses. <laughs> it's expensive it to feed a horse. Yeah. It is very expensive. And, and these horses are exercised twice a day. They have Mor to be to be fit morning enough. And afternoon, yes. Right? People don't realize, like, if you think about a racehorse, it runs stop, what, two minutes, 15 seconds, mm -hmm. and there's plenty of heart attacks, and there's plenty of broken, broken legs. Yes. So think what we do. We demand of a horse that was a racehorse. I was going to ask you, how many to minutes? To stop, to turn. Yes. So in a happy, in a happy world, like, you want to play a horse five minutes. Okay. And then you have spares on each side of the field. Mm -hmm. Right? You come and just hop to the other one and go. So you have two okay. spares per half. So six, eight, yeah. ten. That Do you makes ride the same horse ten. twice in the one match? No, or no? no, no. You can't. No. It's too hard on them. That's yes. a lot of horses. To that's so that's they a, have to be that's fit. A lot, that's a lot of hay. That's a lot, <laughs> of, hay. A lot of hay. A lot of feed. <laughs> yes. yes. Do you feed them more hay than grain? Um, in comparison? No, like in comparison like to a racehorse, for yes. example. The racehorse has like hay all day in front of him, right? Right. Um, uh, no, we don't. We muscle them up. Like, so we feed in the morning, let's say, um, like six quarts of grain, uh -huh. which is a lot. Mm -hmm. It's less than you guys feed probably. And That's then like a similar, good, like I a think. good, like, I would say 12 pounds of hay. Mm -hmm. Just about, you know, like saying maybe 10. Right. And then as soon as they get done, like you muscle them up so they cannot go and eat. Okay. We put a polo ball. <laughs> in the muscle in the front, like uh -huh. we screw it in, so, so they, they can cannot really get down to the oh, shavings yeah. and start digging and get up them in some the trash. Sides. Mm -hmm. really? so, so in the afternoon, the same, and then we wait in the afternoon, they eat probably three, four more pounds of hay mm -hmm. a night, and then we still come and muscle again. Mm -hmm. So it's a I lot. I have more questions It's a lot of work. Gigi, yes. is it okay if we do another segment? Because I really have got some more. Okay, good. Okay. That's good, because I've got more questions. Okay. So that sign noise was that we have to yeah. go to break, but we'll be back in just a minute with our guests. We'll Stay be with us. right back. There you good. go. I can't do that. <laughs> Thank you to our presenting sponsors of this half of the show, Palm Chevrolet and Larson Hay. Also, thank you to our supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, Equine Performance in Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. 
We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. My name is Dr. Back Natalie Song. Hi, this is... Sorry. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Park Chevrolet, back. your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. If you haven't liked us on Facebook, please do, at the Horse Talk Show. Uh, I think we'd like to get up there to that 30,000 likes, I think. At least. We need... I think 100,000 likes now? would be good. 21, 22,000. Oh, Very nice. This will do it. We need a little yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, interestingly enough, 2023 will be 10 years since the Horse Talk Show <gasps> started. And wow. A very funny quick story before we go back to polo is my very first show in yoga pants live. No way. It Florida Sports Talk on a Saturday morning before Facebook Live, before TV, before mm -hmm. all that. And I was a wreck because Adam Reardon asked me to do the show. And I said, but about what? And he said, horses. And I said, <laughs> duh. And I said, but I've never done a show. I've only done commercials. And he said, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. So I just did it. Mm -hmm. But my first show was so nervous that I called Pat Pirelli because I was quite mm -hmm. good friends with him and knew him quite well. I said, Pat, I'd really like you to be on my first show. It'd be really be an honor to have you on my first show because I knew he would, that would he not, would, he would not stop talking for a whole hour and I wouldn't have to worry about anything. So all I had to do was tell him to take a breath at break time yeah. and then he'd come back and, and I was like, first show, done. done. Yeah. Got it. So there, he saved me. On the book. There, there are people who can talk a lot. So anyway, that worked out. But anyway, 2023 will be 10, 10 years. years since the horse Congratulations. Congratulations. It'll be our 10 year anniversary. I can't believe it seems like. So we're going to have a celebration. We have to have a big party. And yeah. so funny thing is. Who's I catering? Was... Remember that time we ate? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was Florence awesome. Florence and the Travelers. Yes. Yeah, there you go. We should do that again. Big party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that we should. And, and, and it'll be good. 10 years. Yes. I just can't believe it. I was going to do it for 90 days. My contract was for 90 days. And now look, 10 years. Here we are. There you go. I know, 10 years later. I can't believe it. They wow. loved your accent. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. say anything I want, right? <laughs> I just can't roll my eyes yet. I'm practicing. I'm practicing on the break. We'll get. We'll get you there. Yes. yes. So the question I was going to ask yes. you is. We all know how much it costs to feed and look after horses and ride horses, exercise horses, all those things. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. Right. So how does a polo player make money? So, so... Do you um, sell polo horses? Do you get paid? Yeah, but, that's, but that's, that's, that's the least of your, of your income. Um, no, you really... Like, polo is one of the few sports that an amateur is allowed to compete because we balance with handicaps, right? Right. So... Those are the guys that pay you to do it uh-huh. and expenses and stuff. Okay. So you got to go out there and mm-hmm. like uh, prove yourself while you have somebody in a way you're teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been very fortunate to play with, with a lot of younger people that are on the way up and that helps you, that allows you to, to, um, to, to uh, perform better. Okay. But yeah, everything is, is, is paid for. Like... Everything. Sponsored kind of thing. Yes. So it's like a corporate, but it gets to play with you. Okay. And, uh, and the monies are, are great. And, and at the right level, right, there's guys that are still trying to make it, and they charge whatever they can to, mm-hmm. to get there. But, but once you have a name and a reputation and you have proven yourself, it, it gets easier and easier. Um, so there's money, purse money on the match? No. no. Purse money is a salary and there, there's bonus. Okay. So yeah. you're on salary. Your contract labor. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Hi, I get it now. Yes. And you get bonuses if you win? Yes, ma'am. Oh. So it depends what you have arranged in your contracts and yeah. stuff. But yeah, it is. And, and so, so. So when you score 21 goals. In a match. That's a pretty good The bonus match. should be that, very that, large. That doesn't yeah, happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but that's, that's, that's basically what it is. It's, it's a corporate that gets to work with you, to play with you. Mm-hmm. So you play with me, you have to pay me, but I'm going to make sure you do better. So it's a little easier for me to okay to perform. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it takes a lot of practice and... Talking about practice, we just purchased a, a, a place here south of the horse park, about two miles, maybe a mile and a half. And we're putting a, a polo field, should be ready there in the next three weeks. Wow, nice. And so what I'm doing is I'm hosting people from out of the country like I used to. Mm-hmm. And out of state, like some of my New York friends, clients, um, with the sole purpose of training mm-hmm. and visiting and having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, a big, a big grill yes. every Friday, every Sunday. Uh, Have some beer drinking a couple. Yeah, absolutely, mm. no, the right way. Somebody singing mm-hmm. for us. Yes, so, mariachi or no? No, 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 mariachi. Like, <laughs> you went overboard. That's just too many people. Just like a guy with a guitar or something, oh, something nice. Very nice to make the night, the night, the night go easier. But like the guys used, I used to bring from England or from from Africa. Mm-hmm. Or New York State, you know, obviously they are busy in the summer, but in the fall, uh, we've been uh, playing in the horse park, which they are doing a, a pretty pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And, and my idea is never to compete with anybody. We're still going to go and join places and play in places like in the horse park and stuff. But it's more just to bring some of my good old friends. Yes. And just practice so and, a ha- and place. have a great yes. time, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you want to... You know, you want to drink beer, I'll have beer. You want to drink wine, I'll yeah. have wine. You want champagne, I have champagne. <laughs> you know, something else, you're going to have to go somewhere else. But but, yeah. but we'll do it. We'll do it just uh, 
And that's exactly what yeah. we're aiming for. We started to build barns. Uh, Friendship first. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I've been, and I bet it gets a little competitive. You, you know, I, I, I'm going to call it 352 Polo. Like the area code. Yeah. 352 Polo. Yes. That's so cool. Oh, it's a Isn't nice it? name. Yeah. So, so it's, just, it's just aim, basically for me and my latest station on, on, on the Polo Life, to keep training horses, but to bring people with me, friends, like really good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, just come and hang out, and we have a good time, and we drink beer, and we, we eat, like yeah. you say, a carne asada at the end, but in the ground, like the old days under a tree, yeah. Yeah. in the ground with some oh. Christmas lights hanging on, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, everybody's singing a, singing a tune, and, and uh, just having a great time. I think, I think that's very important. I think that has gone away from the sport of polo. Mm-hmm. It used to be like that. Mm-hmm. Even in the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. Every weekend in the U.S. Open, every sponsor, every team would have a party for everybody open. Yeah, yeah. So all the people from here will come here. Mm-hmm. Big party, fights, whatever you want to call uh-huh. it. Like mm-hmm. A lot of dancing, a lot of hooking up. Uh, yeah. But um, but but we lost that. Everybody's the villages saw in their own little world and this. Mm-hmm. So so I'm I'm here to bring it I'm together not, instead I'm of not, have it separated. I'm not gonna say I can bring it together. I'm just for the people I know. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure we don't forget ever yes. what what real polo is about. Mm-hmm. That is and real great. Real polo yeah. is to play the game, mm-hmm. and it's just a damn game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a game. Right. You know, you play against yourself. You didn't do. It's like mm-hmm. golf. Or you're gonna go and blame somebody, hit him with a stick, <laughs> and then we're gonna go and sit down and say, "Hey guys, come here. Yeah. I'm gonna make you either a hamburger, a taco, uh-huh. hot dog, mm-hmm. name it, mm-hmm. and say that was a great day." Yeah. You know, regardless of, uh, like, we have to go back to the good The base. good old days. Yes, like, like the original We code. should do that in a lot more ways. Yes, yes. we should. Like you know, the, at the racetrack, when we go over to the barns and we see all the people mm-hmm. sitting on the yeah. other side of the track, the workers, yes. the grooms, the, the people who live back there, we see them and they're all having this lovely little get-together, mm-hmm. sitting yeah. around, eating, mm-hmm. drinking, have a little tent. Just relaxing. Yes. So much nicer than the other side. Sorry. Absolutely. That's the world I love. I don't care about. I only go over there because I have to be there for the finish line. But otherwise, I want to be there with the real people that are part of the whole. Absolutely. Where the glamour doesn't count. Yes. Glamour is not a part of that. The real people. And that's what I'm bringing back. I'm bringing sexy back. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We have to break. That I can't so believe that that flew by. Yes. Um, we actually have episode two. Do we have episode episode three? Episode three of Tough the Fall to play for you, which is a great story. So we hope you enjoy it. I think it's so long that it cuts us out at the end. So I have to say happy horsing around until the same time next week. Whether you're in the horse capital of the world or not, Calamarian County, Florida, we hope you enjoyed this last segment of the show. I want to thank both of my amazing superstar guests well, for being you. here. You're welcome. And Thanks he for can having tell me. you that we'll be right back next week. Yes. With his from a, from Ocala to the world, we'll be right back. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you to our presenting sponsors of this half of the show, Palm Chevrolet and Larson Hay. Also, thank you to our supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. 
Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today we're at Engineered Equine Performance celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show, here with Jennifer Ireland and Dr. Alberto Rian from the Equine Performance and Innovative Center here in the horse capital of the world. Uh, we've been telling this story, uh, uh, Tuff's life, his beginning. Uh, it was tough indeed, uh, tough also for his mom, the ER nurse, dealing with all the, the COVID situation this year. But um, Tuff is here with us, and we're thrilled to say that is because of Dr. Alberto Rian and his incredible team at EPIC and uh, Dr. Ian is telling us kind of about uh, the treatment plan and what they did to save his life. So um, carry on and, and tell us some more. Just a quick correction before yes. we go on. You say he's here because of us and I just want to make sure that I correct that a little bit because this horse has just the ability to, to heal and get better is, is beyond what we can do for sure. And obviously thanks to Jennifer. So I just wanted to say that before, yes. I, before I go on. So when he arrived, I did tell Jennifer her prognosis was grave. However, if she was not willing to give up and he was not willing to give up, we were not willing to give up either. So we kept it very simple. We kept it very basic. We kept with the original science that says that the horse with his problems is going to need antibiotics, going to need fluids to try to wash up the kidneys. What we added was oxygen therapy. So we added a hyperbaric oxygen chamber therapy to his regimen. And another thing that we learned from research is that back in the days, we thought that the hyperbaric chamber was effective after five or maybe 10 treatments. But recent research actually shows that sometimes to be really effective, they need 30 or 40 treatments. Needless to say, he got over 40 treatments 
And, and that's who started to make a difference because everything was coming stable, stable, but it came a point where he just say, okay, I'm going in, I'm going all the way, I'm not going to come back. And that was probably after the th 35 to 38 hyperbaric chamber. Then of course the next scare is what would happen when we stop the chamber treatment. And sure enough, every time we would stop the chamber treatment, the creatinine would go up again a little wow. bit. So it would, be, it would start getting our nerves starting to tingle a little bit again and then we kept playing that game and starting to win him off slowly until finally we were able to stabilize it and he was able to be without it and then after that he went without fluid then after that he went from the ICU unit to outside and then after that he went to a paddock to now being a horse so wow. that's that's in a nutshell that's amazing and so how many months was that all together he was in the clinic for about four months yeah. total well, he was, he's eight months, so he actually, he was there, because I have the dates. <laughs> he, he arrived at the clinic, he was born on the 10th of April, he got to their clinic on the 27th, and he came here on, like, the 5th of September or something like that. So he's, he's been home two months, so he was actually there till he was six months old. Wow. <laughs> but he was outside the last, what, couple months or so? So, you know, he, but now he's a horse. He is getting to be exactly what he missed out on the first couple months. I mean, he plays with his buddies over there and he's about to lose mom. <laughs> it's time for him to go independent. <laughs> he is going to start living uh, the life of a real horse. And uh, the stallion owner has been amazing. He called me at one point in Savannah. He's like, I, I want to give you another breeding to the stallion. And I was like, what? And I, he goes, I don't care what what happens at this point. He goes, you've done so much. He goes, I want to give the, a breeding to you. And the mare's not going to have any more babies. She's going to be 22. So um, I have tough sister. And I got her back. And tough sister will get that on her. But... Um, so he is getting ready to be nominated to the, the Barrow Futurities, the ones that, you know, Frenchman's Fabulous has two finalists in the NFR right now. And last year he had three. So there's only 15 horses that are in the NFR. And, you know, he, he's it. So do I think he's going to go to the NFR? Don't know. But, you know, he's, con he's conquered everything that's been put in front of him and, and things he shouldn't have conquered. I mean... Honestly, it was a, it was as long a shot as you could have asked for him. When he texted me that night and said, I'm giving you hour to hour, and he sent me a picture of the labs, and I was like, oh, boy. And I just thought, okay, we're going to do hour by hour. But at least I could know then that I had done everything. And I then my gut would say, okay. But it wasn't saying it that day. He was walking around that grave and saying, Mom, I'm not ready for that. So he's... He's, and he's got so much personality. He, he is a, a people horse. I mean, he wants to be in your face and get attention. And, but he's been like that since he was born. It wasn't just a part of the treatment. And I have to say that his crew made this so much easier for me. Um, and the way they treated him like he was their own. And 
made it so much easier for me when I had to leave and couldn't be back to see what was going on. And yeah, they kept some of the bad stuff away from me, which I was okay because I was already stressed. But um, I don't know. I just, I think his future's very bright. So, um. so um, tell us when you were making that decision not to give up, what was the real deciding factor for you to keep trying to save him? Um, that phone call to this Krista and Danny, who is standing there looking at me saying, don't, let's try, let's, let's give him, let's do this ourselves. Let's try until we see. And that's when I wanted, and I said, let me talk to Dr. Marsh, who I knew and I trusted. And, you know, I didn't know these vets. I had no relationship with them whatsoever and it's nothing against them right. it's just I didn't have that trust factor right. where I could say yes I believe in what you're saying but and Dr. Marsh was saying I would have had that baby in a hyperbaric chamber from the get-go and I had already talked to him in the midst of his treatment about whether he thought what was being done was right anyway so he and I he already knew about him but and he got back right away and said do it, do it. and so I think between those there's those three factors that really played a part in it but honestly I think he was telling me he was telling me that day when we got him off that trailer I'm not ready and even you know while I was waiting to hear from Dr. Lawn which I was standing out there and he's out there loving the sun and standing up and I got pictures of him and like yeah oh god please call me back you know (laughs) apparently it took a while but it was all these things that just tell you that it's not it's not it's not time and you know we can say well it's not a good financial decision or you know you gotta look at this like a business and you gotta just let it go well at my age you know what it's not what it's all about for me and um clearly your heart is definitely involved Dr. Rand, last words um, uh, to wrap it up uh, about tough and about epic and clearly uh, this miracle. Um, pound by pound, definitely the toughest horse we have ever met. There's no question about it. And the same thing for the owner, the toughest, toughest owner we have ever met is I are very few the owners that would go the length that she that she actually did. And we have had owned horses with severe diseases who have made it and, and similar um, poor prognosis. But what Jennifer went is mentally drowning. Uh, dr- you know, it's mentally sure. exhausting. And she she's tough. She's a tough she's one. Tough. <laughs> she's a tough one. Um, but it shows how, how perseverance, hard work, and a good team pays off. And how it also shows how sometimes we just have to um, think outside the box, definitely. So, tough horse, tough owner, epic veterinarians, epic rehab for sure, and a miracle story. We're so glad that tough hang on and that they didn't give up and gave him the miracle of life. And who knows, we'll probably see him at the NFR. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Please like us on Facebook. Please subscribe on YouTube to the Horse Talk Show TV and uh, and check us out on all the social media and thehorsetalkshownetwork.com. I'm Louisa Barton and I hope you enjoyed this incredible story. <laughs>